Are we recording now? We are recording now. Are we going to do this? Are we going to sing the intro or? No, we'll paste that. Your... No, we've got the technical <laughs> capabilities. We can rebuild it. <laughs> Listening tonight, I got a feeling that the cards just ain't right. I'm so salty, must not give in to rage, and I'm wondering what those rollers will say. Scarves to the left of me, cheers to the right. Here I am, gonna roll a derby tonight. Gonna roll a derby tonight. Gonna roll a derby tonight. G'day viewers and welcome to Hidden City Roller Derby episode 15. Holy shit. That is quite amazing. We have an incredible full house. We are live from, what is what is, uh, what is is Jay Christoph Studios called? Studio K. Studio K. <laughs> Special, <laughs> Special K. <laughs> um, it's where the deck building magic happens. Really? We're, we're, we're on deck testing out four worlds and we have a full house here today. Uh, do we want to sound off? Uh, hi, I'm Merlin. Jay. Glenn. As and special guest. Paris, all the way from New York. Shout out to the New York crowd. Are you an American werewolf in Paris? Is I that guess it? I'm an American werewolf in Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> an, an American Ameri- Paris American in Melbourne. <laughs> and I'm Bert. Nice to be here. It doesn't sound like it. You sound a little bit serious. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I'm really having a good time. He's, so. he's, he's, he's in testing mode. He's, he super is. he's in, in full-on world by, prep mode. Can we just say, by world's prep mode, all I, all we're talking about is trying to work out how to beat how to dragon. Be a dragon. Yeah. <laughs> how, to, how to slay a dragon. That is, that is what we're doing. I, I am playing the role of Mind's Desire tonight. <laughs> yeah, he's been speaking in the third person as Neil for us. It's been fucking lovely. He's been he's been putting that bid dial to five and not looking at it again for the whole game. <laughs> yes, so we've been training hard for worlds tonight, and uh, yeah, we do have a bit of we've got a bit of a variety hour for you tonight. Is we've got our usual live podcast that we're doing at the moment, but we do have a few little interviews as well. Um, but I think there was some news, right? Uh, Merlin, do you want to cover the news today? What oh, happened? that's right. I'm supposed to have that. Um, Do we have some hand, stuff that happened or not really? Uh, Is there anything new children, to announce? Children of the Empire? I think that was the yeah. most recent news, right? Mm. Besides all the things like the Scorpion book and the Scorpion pack are released, but we're not going to talk about any of that, right? So they gave us a little hint about this, that it was going to be a previously, you know, uh, unpresented, unique item. Do we think it... It met expectations? I think it exceeded my expectations. I mean, it's, it's a major expansion, I guess, which is the first one. Uh, there's a lot of cards, like 76? 82. 82. 82 cards. 70, 76. Oh, 76 oh, non-uniques. And then and, six yeah, unique on top of that. Yeah. That's a lot of cards. Like, how much was in Core? Core 200 had, cards? Core had like 200. Yeah. So it's, about, it's a little over a third of a Core set. Yeah, so that's a big which set. Is huge. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like a full arc, right? Did, did Core have 200 unique cards? Yeah. Whoa. Core was massive, man. Yeah. Um, so they said like 72 sets of three, I think, and then six. Oh, that doesn't quite update. 84. It's 80, 82, 70, cars in, 82 cars in total. Yeah. All right. I'm on, I'm on this. Yeah. Okay. You, I, I don't need to check your math. Did, did they announce Street Day? 
uh, first quarter Q1. of 2019. Yeah, right. And they've also promised that every remaining clan mini expansion is going to be out by end of next year, right? Yep. So the next clan clan pack is Crane. Crane and Unicorn. Then Unicorn. Where did you guys find that? I, I, so good. Was that in the article? There's a, there's a the thing is, of, you just look at the spoilers, Bert. You don't actually read the text. There's a, <laughs> no, I don't read any of it. There's a schedule. I think Unicorn came out before Crane. No. Maybe, no, I think I'm a product of my generation. Excellent. I don't read, dude. I read headlines and then I look at the pictures. There, there was a graphic. Headlines. There was a graphic <laughs> describing this situation in perfect detail, Bert. Had an infographic. Too many words, man. There's you a crane. Need to read. It was there's, just colors. There's a pic- yeah. There was a blue. Blue. There's a blue. <laughs> Are you guys trolling me? Or no, was there, there, was, okay. there was legitimately an infographic. So it'd be really exciting. Oh, to there was some intern that spent like a good few hours trying to put that thing together. I guess probably went through a few runs. How exciting is it just to feel like by the end of next year you you'll have a very sizable card pool that hopefully gives each clan at least two decks and Crane will have a stronghold that actually does yeah, something. Well, Crane will like get a you box. Might actually, get to bow your box <laughs> Crane, once a game. Crane will get a box. Woo! It'd be really exciting. It'd be great. Yeah, Duelist, they're just going to they're just going to dump box. cards on us next year. Like we're going to have a deluge of cards. Two cycles. This thing. Clan packs. Do you reckon there'll be two cycles as well? That's in a, a year. lot. Wow. I think so. I mean, that's their usual modus operandi. In, in Thrones, they still they, the Lux just came out in the middle of the cycle. It's like one and a half packs a month almost. That is a lot of cards. It's a lot of product. Yeah. But uh, I might. Why don't we just take a moment to say hello to our, our guest? What's up, Paris? How you doing, man? Hello, hello. Happy to be uh, down under here. So he's a Paris is a recent import from the the New York scene. <laughs> we posted. Right? We posted. We know absolutely nothing about New York, but we're very happy to have you. <laughs> <laughs> I actually first heard about you, Paris, uh, before I met you because some some dude on my Twitch was like trolling me and told me that some I was going to expect an, uh, a new visitor to the to the Melbourne card scene. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, I think that would be Arash. Shout out to Arash if he's listening. Um, I think he's Arash Suri on Twitch. I think. He oh, probably, okay, uh, I know him. Yeah. So is he? He's one of your metamates that's going to come to Worlds as well, right? Yep. I think he's he's the he's the one guy from New York that I know is going to Worlds, and I think he's probably the only one that's going to to Worlds. Yeah, but he's a dragon Hatamoto, um, so he'll be. Uh, Playing the clan that we all know and love. <laughs> <laughs> it's a special kind of love, isn't it, really? The dragon love. It's a it's the sort of love where I just give my opponent five cards into the discard pile <laughs> every game. Willingly, right? It's the you know, the, the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> so do we know anything more about how to combat resto? We've we've now got the new packs been out for a day. We've tested for a day. Do we feel more knowledgeable or ultimately do we think we're just going to roll a dice and like, go to Vegas? Like how much of an impact do you... You guys have played with it more than me. How much of an impact do you think that that new pack has actually had on the metagame? Like given that you've had 48 hours to test it. So we, we played a fair few games in the last day or two, haven't we guys? Yeah, a bunch. What are your thoughts, Ben? Because I know you were testing new box. I mean, you're the Scorpion boy, right? You're Scorpion well, Hanamoto. Well, I will say this. I will say that in terms of ability to have fun, the... You know, I am that, that fun 5R guy. It's what my favorite format. <laughs> what I would say is that new Scorpion box, Kaiyuden Bushi, is so much fun to play. And if I talk about it in terms of competitive candidate for Worlds, I would say it is so much fun to play. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, yeah. I think it was interesting because we, we played a game where I was on old box and Ben was on the new box. Right. Um, <laughs> and it was very clear to me that... Um, if you can control who's less honorable, you can have a very huge advantage. So I basically stopped all these from the shadows cards because I stayed lower honor 
and I never tapped my box unless I was actually going to, you know, remain. Yeah, less right, right, right. Um, which allowed for some really interesting interactions. Do what do we think are the best cards out of like what we've seen? Do we, I think the Alibi Artist is something that's just, you know, to me that's a huge card. Yeah, very he strong. Seems amazing. It's the thing is, I'm not actually sure about the Alibi Artists value in like traditional scorpion because you have to be at six honor or lower and you know in a lot of matchups you know, it's it's actually kind of tricky to get that low <laughs> like and you don't you don't really want to see him turn one yeah, yeah off. not at all um and normally and normally you want to see weenies early rather than later later you want to see your heavy hitters i yeah. think so yeah so it's kind of he's, he's in a weird spot in i'm still box. trying him out i think he's yeah do you think you it just pushes Scorpion players to play more of those cards that let them get down at that level? Mm. Yeah, like playing three assassinates. That's what I've moved to. Yeah. yeah. But I think that, you know, obviously auto include in, in um the new Bayushi Kayun where you start at nine honor and you just lose honor through everything that you do. Um, you know, but I also think his ability, like late game, if you're locked in low bids, it becomes even that much more important. It's like a Shrujusuki on turn three when you're both bidding one. It's a really strong effect. Um, yeah, I was on I was on two honor against the lion player, and I, I saw two. So I saw four cards and got to pick the two yeah. best ones, and it was the answers I needed to win the game from there. So it can it's sort of like Shujusuki. You can dig for the answer that you need for that turn. But, I did. Um, I did have Yusuke's, a. Yusuki's always on. I guess. It's well, yes. no, you need a holding in play. It's, it's, yeah, yeah, I guess. practically it's always on. I, well, with yeah. sabotage, but see, with sabotage and stuff, like you might get to a point where you might not always have a holding in play. So I did have a reflection. Sabotage. Nobody plays sabotage. I play, I play sabotage. Is <laughs> like talk. You know, Jay was talking about the the crane box. I was thinking, you know what? This new scorpion box, which says bow the box and straighten my guy and give them plus one plus one if certain conditions are true, right? I'm looking at that and going, nah. It's still it's still, <laughs> it's still not as good as the core can you scorpion imagine, box. Like, can you imagine crane players if they had a box that said like bow straighten the guy? Or ma- yeah, magistrate station. Yeah. <laughs> They've got that. <laughs> They've got but that. it's like your blocks. You can't blow it up. Blocks. It's just just on all the time. Yeah. Crane players you, wouldn't know what to do with themselves. Red boys have got it good. I tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like that's our second stronghold, and it's. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think the big surprise uh, winning cards out of that set are probably the non-scorpion ones. Overall, Fumiki oh, is incredible. Yeah, the crane and the yeah. unicorn. She's yeah. amazing. Yeah, they're both amazing. And I mean, Judy as well, right? Judy yeah. is a game-changing card. It's yeah. just unfortunate that they're doing the one-per-deck model. Like huge swings off a card that you can't reliably see. But It's going to make do... Stolen Secrets better, mate. <laughs> Steal their Judy. I still haven't been able to get the Blackmail deck that I really want to run with that card in it to the table. <laughs> I, I do, do... What do you guys think about Judy now that we played with it? I, th- to be honest, there's been a lot of feel-bad moments where I've bid incorrectly based on the fact that Judy exists. Yeah. So I bid I bid one and then Ben played Judy. And so he just was able to draw five, I drew one. I mean it, and it, it makes that good. turn <laughs> one, right? it makes that turn three on a dial bid during the draw phase really, really interesting. Like you have to assume they've got it in hand and that affects the way that you're going to bid. But yeah, I, I don't know. The idea of one per deck card effects being extraordinarily powerful and swingy yet unreliable to draw. I don't know. It, it bugs it's, me. It's not as bad as the Dynasty one per decks, I don't think, because... You don't think? I don't think it is, because you can draw your feels, whole deck. It feels it's, it's pretty bad, man. Like, you're on you're on two or three honor. Your opponent bids one. You bid five. 
you don't suffer the honor loss. Indeed, you gain an honor and you draw five cards. <laughs> yeah, when, when, it, when that happens, huge. it's awful. You, you have to set that up. You have to have cancels in hand to cancel their cancels. And You do definitely need to now be, like as, as Jay's saying, like on because turn three is generally the turn where people swing their, their, their bids quite a bit. Yeah. And, you know, if, if, if you're a Scorpion player, typically on turn three, your honor's starting to tank it a bit depending on the way you're set it up. And if you're running new box, then it's absolutely in the toilet, right? You've got three honor at most or something, right? The if you're thing, doing new box the way you should. The thing about that so. card is that you actually, you proactively activate the card, yeah. right? So it's, I feel like it's supposed to be, like it's designed to be a card where you can go low and then just in case you get dishonored out of the game, it sort of prevents that, but it actually doesn't, right? You go hard, you, go hard, you bring their bids down to, down to one and then you play this and then destroy them with card advantage yeah. like it, that's i don't feel like that's the intended design well, of the card. one not way the, to, not that i know what it, it i agree says framework step on the card yeah which yeah. is nasty so yeah. like this on characters leaving play you can prevent yeah but one way to get around that is just to not let your scorpion opponent get too low and just match them with five vids and yeah. just realize you're never going to dishonor a scorpion unless it's a mirror and just go to for breaks and guess that's what, what i would you, say and guess you what don't. you'll have more cards in your hand and it'll be fun. He yeah. said as he lost two honor by playing Bonsai. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. in the, the mirror is a little different because the mirror, like there's a p- persistent advantage to having lower honor than your opponent for a lot of reasons. Yeah. So, I think it's, it's also interesting that they didn't add a one per deck card in the Phoenix pack, right? Unless I... Kanjo District, wasn't that in the Phoenix pack? No, was, that was in... No, uh, that, was, in, that was Imperial Cycle. Yeah. God, that card's good. <laughs> so what about Hito District? How do you feel about Hito and Chisei Districts? <laughs> They're incredible. Yeah. Wow. Line, line Ben's going, crap. what? What's, what card like is ben. that? Chisei someone, District. Someone played Chisei against me last night on Jokoku. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. Uh, well, maybe, maybe that's just our meta. Paris, is Chisei District, is that tearing up the New York meta? <laughs> yeah, all of our... All of our uh, is that, wait, that's the crane or the lion? <laughs> it's, it's a crane, crane one. one, yeah. 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 Oh, I actually, I actually sent that card uh, today uh, to one of my friends in New York to play in his uh, Imperial Crane deck that he's <laughs> itching to play, but he wants to wait until the new tutorial's out. Yeah. Hey, man. That, um, Imperial, so that Imperial deck's getting quite strong. Uh, there's a lot more Imperial cards coming out where Ishi, Ishikawa might rear its head again. I think the issue is that everyone always says to me, "Well, you just get clouded," and then your you know twelve twelve dream dreamboat character, you know the pinnacle of the Imperial army. Uh, because of you know just a bit of a you know fairy dragon magic, what do we call it in Rokugan? I don't remember. Drugs. Cloud the mind is yeah, just yeah, hard it's drugs. Just drugs. Drugs. Opium. Yeah, it's drugs. Well, the opium winstrels, you know, is whacking it. I think it's in. called milk for the poppy. Milk for the poppy. Yeah. yeah. How do you feel about your clan champion going neutral? Uh, I am such a fan. Um, <laughs> the reward that lion players get for having their champ win the Emerald Championship <laughs> is them printing a character that's. Categorically better for every other clan but Lion. <laughs> um, so for, the, for starters, we can't play we can't play more than three copies of a card named Akota Tatsuri because he's unique. Yep. So That's I think you can mix them up. You could play. Yep. You could play two. Yeah. Two neutrals. One but the new one can't be way of the lion. Can dupe each other, I think. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But the new one can't be way of the lion. So yes, he can. You he's put, not a lion character. No, you put the seal of the lion on him. <laughs> you can get in, value. In, you get value out of your cards that are in your binder right now. Outside of Glenn's Never Neverland, uh, you can't seal play way of the lion. lion. Uh, then he's a commander as well. 
And yeah, he's just like his Wait, text is. New Tatori is a commander. No, with the seal of the lion. Right? <laughs> <laughs> his eyes lit up. <laughs> um, oh, I yeah. always thought he was amazing. Yeah. I mean, Even the odds, my God. Most, I think Scorpion probably use him more than anyone, which is hilarious. <laughs> that is kind of funny. <laughs> well, Shoju is the regent, so it makes yeah. sense. Paris was like, Shoju should be utilizing Taturi. Taturi is an employee of Shoju at the moment. So, Paris, is there anything that stuck out you from you from the from the spoiler article about the new set? I think the new unicorn uh, two coster looks great, right? The, the duelist, the duelist, the duelist yeah. yeah. Who, if you have composure, composure yep. she's a four-two cavalry for two. Or she can act as a harpoon if she wins. No, if she loses her duel, she can act as a harpoon. So she seems like a win-win, right? I think the, we should kind of that kind of helps us discuss the kind of reframing of the dueling mechanic. It seems going into this set, um, that the card's really really interesting one because there's a benefit for winning or losing. So it makes the dial choice a lot more dynamic and interesting than what I what I thought it would be. Because um, obviously all the jewels up to now have been bully jewels, so it's good to see a jewel that kind of encourages a thoughtful process as to are you going to harpoon in someone or is it more beneficial that you win this? So if you jewel someone with that character who's got more skill than you, you can just sack the jewel and lose, bid one. Um, and they also bid one, obviously, so nobody has composure. But if you jewel someone who has less than you, they're kind of inclined to bid higher or they're disinclined to bid higher. So you can kind of, if you need to win the jewel, you can get, guarantee the win as well, which is kind of cool. Do we want to do we want to talk about the elephant in the room as far as pushing the dual mechanic and the importance of having dials lower? Than are we your are we talking about and... uh, Bert Perry's favorite card, Maze of Illusion? Is that what? Yeah, about? The, the, card, the card that Marwan played against me six times in one match <laughs> on Wednesday night. Now, uh, Jay, you claim that you have uh, you know you've I grown up. I have achieved the state of Zen as far as that Nirvana, card is Maze Nirvana. No, That's just, just zero, zero respect. I don't even look at the guy who plays it. I just roll the dice and declare <laughs> odds even. It's like, it's a zero respect play. Fuck that card. <laughs> That's what I used to do for Restoration of the Balance. I've got a D4 in my kit so that I yeah, can just yeah. roll it. Yeah, I do that Just too. zero respect. Is it a green D4? It's a blue D4. Oh, a blue. <laughs> I should change it to a red D4 actually or, a, or an orange D4. But yeah, like composure seems like a really cool mechanic save for the fact that a card like Maze of Illusion exists. Like I, I like... I like the idea of a card enabling you to reset your dial outside a duel. Which they have now. Yeah. Do you think it should... Through that character, right? Yeah, the character lets you swap duels to your opponent. I yeah, love yeah. that ability. That's a really that cool swap ability. Swap dials to your opponent. That which is, is a total which head is really fuck. interesting. Yeah. But, yeah. Is that a neutral character? I mean, I think, I think we're probably, we've bitched about Maze a lot. No, we don't need to... Enough. We don't, we don't need, need to rehash or resto. Yeah. We get it. What, the what other if, card that I love was this crab one. The in-defensive Rokugan one. Oh, yeah. That's amazing. But you just... All the conditions are sacrifice a friendly character. Yep. Pretty sure it doesn't have to be participating, no, right? No. no. And you kill. You basically set oh, a, an attacker. I think it does have to, to be zero. defending. To, oh, defending. Yeah. I think so. Oh yeah. yeah. It's sacrifice a defending character, isn't and then it? you yeah. set the a unit's skill to zero. Yeah. Yep. Which combos really well with Aramoro and Shoju. Yeah, yeah. Set and also it can shut incredible. down. It's also good because it can shut down the like Voltroni, Dragony type yeah. units. Yeah. Just, so it's another kill. It's another kill card. Basically, it's a it's another red card that's a kill card in my eyes. I mean, I mean, it, it's a, it's a kill card, but it's also anti tower tech. Like if you're banking everything on one character doing all your heavy lifting for you, 
setting it to zero is yeah. yeah it's massive do you think it makes like taka and yusuke broker playable i know paris you've <laughs> yes, been playing please. you've been playing a bit of that recently what do you reckon well taka has the best art in the game i think so i'd like to play him and the yusuke broker uh had one great turn for me and that's uh, all i ever wanted out of her <laughs> are, you, are you running your otomo in that deck i was not running your otomo in that deck no it just seems like if you're going to collect so much fate your otomo is another scorpion character i believe He's got red, a red, an invisible ink, red border. Taka best art in the game, you reckon? That's a big call. You got the cheeky little smile. He you got the coin flip. He does have the shit eating. <laughs> yeah. Thing, yeah. What is your what's your pick for best art, Benny? Favorite art? It's a good question. I can answer this. Come back to it. I can answer mine. All right. Bayushi's whisperers. Bayushi's whisperers. It is a good awesome. piece. Of Looking art. out to the. Like, I would. City. I would say mm. Bayushi Kachiko. I think that she's got art great is art. Amazing. Yeah. 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 Kachiko's art is is phenomenal. Also Asami, that Wibasono man. He is a talented dude. I actually. But art in this game is just off the charts I, though. It's, I, I, yeah, it's incredible. I, I like anything like the Moto Horde that I have as a playmat. Oh yeah, that's amazing. I think the art. I, can't, I think it's Stephen Stephen Chen. I think his name is the the artist. Is he does some really beautiful like water sort of pastel. Because you did Elemental Fury as well. Yeah. Elemental Fury on a big blown up uh, canvas would look amazing. Because well, it's, it's a shame that it's... Mel has got yeah, a playmate. You've yeah. seen it, right? I haven't seen that playmate. Yeah, it looks it's beautiful. Sick. Yeah. My favorite piece of art from the old game. I'm going to just put it out there. And, and you guys can go and Google it or oracleofthevoid.com. It, um, I think it's imperialassembly.com these days. But Oracle of the Void it is if you go back into original, like Imperial, I think it's Imperial Edition, uh, Matsu Agitoki. It's like an <laughs> 80s Golden Axe cartoon style um, lion. I'm not he's surprised got, in the he's slightest. He's got the most amazing mustache. <laughs> yeah, that is, great, that is a <laughs> great <laughs> bit of art. It's amazing. Matsu Agitoki, man. That's, he Do you think we'll get a phenomenal. reprint in there was a, uh, New 5R? There was, I don't know, maybe. There was, a, there was a guy in the old 5R who was a monk who... Was a white guy, right? Like <laughs> it, was, it was so strange. It, it was like the designers. David Carradine, said, and like yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so weird. Oh, comfort. My name is great. <laughs> dot dot dot. Yeah. Keen. <laughs> so what did it, what did we also think of the so like the neutral card that stops a, that cancels a duel? So you just oh, I love it. Stay, like, stay the it hand. Stay, stay, the, stay the hand. Stay the hand. And and the flavor text is. Another time, perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> Next time, perhaps. Yeah. It should have been called Zipper the Lip. Like it's just it's <laughs> reaction council policy debate. I know when it does it, when other a problem stuff. Comes along, you must zip it. Yeah. <laughs> do you think? Do you think that policy debate it could then lead to policy debate coming off the restricted list because there is now a a neutral I hope answer not. to it? I, I hope not. Yeah. Look, that card should be banned. It's just horrible design. It's just horrible everything. I think it's that's fun to play. The Stay Your Hand card is a nice one for them to spoil early. Yeah. Because yeah. presumably there's a lot of jewels coming up. There's a lot of up. really bad so jewels like, coming. It's like a carte blanche. They say, hey, we've printed the answer, boys. So, so now we're going to spoil, <laughs> spoil policy debate too. <laughs> so, uh, um, it's like so, Hamilton rap battle too. <laughs> <laughs> we, we do have a, a speaking of old 5R, there's um, a fellow who, uh, uh, Nathaniel, who quite a few of us are quite familiar with. And we're about to throw to an interview uh, with him. Um, so Nathaniel is like an old crane player, used to play old 5R, started new 5R, but he's won like a few codes, won um, a championship, and I think he'll, he might, we might get him to talk about the specific tournament that he won, and there's some stories around that. Do you guys remember Nathaniel, out of curiosity? He's a champ. Yeah, One I, my favorite um, humans. I <laughs> met him like on launch night, he's a nice dude. So uh, my housemate has actually invited all of you guys over to my place in a couple of weeks for dinner, and Nathaniel's coming, apparently. Oh, cool. 
He should listen to this episode and I'm yes. sure he will. We should put like a, a, a test question in this podcast. Yeah, to see if he listens. To see if he listens. <laughs> like, well, hang on. Uh, the eagle flies west or something. And if, and if he answers only in the summertime, we give him a kiss on the mouth. Or <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave that one up to you, Jake. I'm not going to dinner. <laughs> mm. All right. Well, there you go. We'll we'll, um, we'll cross over to the interview now, um, and we'll talk to you again shortly. Do 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 do. This episode has been supported in part by Karate District. Whether you need a new fine katana or an ornate fan for Evil Grandma's birthday, you can find it at Karate District. Karate District has Otisanuchi's largest selection of new and second-hand merchandise from across the Emerald Empire. My wife and I were recently visiting her brother in the Scorpion Lands, going to our annual pilgrimage to the Castle of Learning, when we were suddenly ambushed by samurai. The samurai seemed pretty unassuming, but there was a lady with them that didn't like us one bit. She kept saying how we brought shame to our families, and we weren't welcome in the castle, so we kind of just ended up bowing and going home. So the first thing I did when I got back home was I headed down to Karate District to pick myself up a finger of jade, and now I don't leave home without it. If you want to keep supporting the podcast, then please head down to Karate District and use the promo code ROLLERS to get 10% off your first purchase at participating vendors. That promo code again is ROLLERS. Thank you, Karate District. And now, back to the episode. Hey, Nathaniel. How's it going? Oh, great, Ben. Thank you for having me on the show. Yeah, so uh, for the podcast listeners here, is uh, we thought we'd bring you a little bit of a story time segment. Um, Nathaniel is a long-time legend of the Five Rings guru from Melbourne. He's uh, <laughs> played the old game and uh, the new game, and uh, I think he's had his fair share of tournament success in the old days. A crane champion, one might say. <laughs> yeah, I think it was the turquoise champion is the, the, the trophy I got. I'm not sure where I put it, but... It happens. <laughs> the turquoise championship. I love all those yeah, different gems I, they used to run through. Oh yeah, I always loved that because it was um you know, it was so pretentious. Like what is <laughs> what is the turquoise champion? Um and, and I mean you can go to L, the L five R wiki and it'll tell you, but like, you know, how does it make you feel? That's what it really <laughs> How did it make you feel to become the turquoise champion to hoist up that aqua cup? Fantastic actually. That was um yeah, that was a, a crazy tournament. It was, um, I think it was like in Sydney. It was a Sydney tournament. So you travelled? Yeah, we travelled. Um, and I, I stayed with a friend. Um, you, you know Dwight. Um, oh, yeah. Big, big mustachioed dude. I broke his bed in the middle of the night because I was tossing and, ter- tossing, tossing and turning. <laughs> um, I was tossing and turning so much that his bed collapsed at like 5am and he came out and he was like, what did you do to my bed? And I was like, oh my God, man, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to break your bed. I'm, I'm such a bad guest, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, nah, don't worry about it. That happens sometimes. I was like, ah, oh, you, you didn't want to warn me that the bed broke like in the middle of the night. Um, but yeah, you know, not super well slept. Um, the tournament was hot. And it was at a crazy time in L5R's like history as well. Um, you know, you had that Oni deck that like could split into like a million demons. Do you remember that? What was the addition? Uh, I want to say Emperor. Oh, yep. Yeah, so you had that Oni deck um, that could split into like a million demons. Yeah. You had you had Mantis had this ship that would go around like raiding things. And I don't know what that <laughs> meant mechanically. I don't think I even understood at the time. 
Um, I'd just like someone would go, oh yeah, I'd do a raid, and I was like, oh shit, all right, I'll just pack up my cards. Um, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I was playing this filthy deck that I put together, and I don't know if I, I'm sure I wasn't the one that originally um, came up with it. Um, even though I think I was the first one in our play group to really sort of crack onto that deck type, which was just every piece of honor tech um, you could have, plus this busted card called Exotic Gifts, which I think allowed your oh, yes. artisans to make you uh, give you honor. And and we had some free artisans too. And it was like I don't think there was a personality there that cost more than like four gold or six gold. <laughs> and um, the basic name of the game was just getting out personalities and and gaining lots of super honor, super honor. Um, yeah, um, and I remember getting to the finals, and there was a break before the, you know, before me in the finals and the, the previous games were finishing up. And I went to the pub, and I remember I downed like two big beers, and it was it was in Sydney, uh, so I don't know what the context behind this was, but there was one of those big like Chinese like um, wealth frogs in like a in like a in like a uh, fountain. And I remember being like, all right, I got like five bucks in coinage because I've been buying like Coca-Colas and like Snickers bars all day. Um, so I just gave the frog the five bucks and I'm like, look, you know, I don't know what you are. I'm I'm a pretty, I'm a pretty, you know, ostensibly white guy. Um, but if you have any power over card games or tournaments, please, you know, help me, help me win. Because I was coming up against, I think, Conan's Phoenix deck, which was just an outrageous monster. It was... <laughs> I remember it being so good because I lost to it. It was the only d- deck that I lost to that day during the, um, uh, yeah. And, uh, it, yeah, I actually, I managed pulling that one in, which was great because the Tech Coast Championship, um, to give the listeners some closure was actually the artisan, like the art, the artist, uh, champion. So to be the turquoise champion meant to be the best poet or like painter in the land. So it was great. I really wanted that one because that was the natural fit for Crane, um, yeah, um, and your so, deck, yeah. right? Like you were playing an artisan deck. Yeah, yeah, I hundred percent was, and I think I had the turquoise champion card in my deck. Though, don't my memory is a little fuzzy there. And uh, AG promised me a card, um, and they we emailed conferred a bit after that about what the card would do, and then I didn't hear from them for six months, and then a completely different card, which was entirely underwhelming, came out. Um, you remember but it had my name at the bottom, and you know what? Where you, once you gain that sort of immortality in a card game, what can you have? Oh. <laughs> can you remember what the card was called? Um, no. Is Oracle of the Void still a thing? It is still a thing, man. I've got it up oh, right in front of me. Um, I honestly have no idea. Um, can you, you can't search my name in there, can you? You can search card text. I'll try it, Daniel. <laughs> See what happens. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It was... Um... <laughs> Because it, it, it actually came out after I finished. Ah, um, oh, Turquoise Adjunct. Turquoise Adjunct. Oh my god. What it, it was, I no, love how sometimes these really unwieldy names. Is that me? <laughs> that doesn't have my name on it, so maybe not. But yeah, I feel like that might yeah, it be. It does have your name on it. 2013 Turquoise oh, Championships, Nathaniel Robinson. Yes. Yeah. So um, it's real. That, that, that story wasn't a fever dream. So, so yeah. yeah, fantastic. Just for those of you out there listening going, Turquoise Adjunct, I used to play Elf Elfire and I never played that card. I can't remember. It was a rare strategy that allowed you to permanently give your target personality 
an ability that said discard a card to produce gold equal to its folks value. That sounds awful. Why would you play that? Man, but do you miss you know, folks value in the new game? Not at all, actually. Um, it's yeah. interesting because I've, I've fallen out of the new game um, a little bit, but I actually really, really, really like the design. I think focus value was super clunky. Um, and I, I, from what I can remember, I'd, I'm not super happy with how dueling's done here as well. But, I mean, it was one of the things that had to go. It was... Um, you could do some busted shit with it, but I I love how they've cleaned it up. I love the I love the rings thing. I love personalities being you know better put together. Um, yeah, I don't know. What about yourself? Do you anything you miss from old L five R? I do miss the focus value, but I agree that like I think there's a complexity budget in game design. I think it's pretty smart that they went. You know what? There's so much stuff going on. We're trying to get in a new crop of players. Mm. You know. Like, it seems very tough. And, I mean, dueling's probably the bit, and there was an interview a few weeks ago with Tyler, where they, the lead designer, where they were talking about the early days they uh, purposely went very light on in dueling because there's yeah. so many mechanics and things that they need to introduce, concepts they need to introduce. So let's not go too heavy on that. So I think yeah, it's that's... something they'll revisit in the future. I hope so. I mean, that's something that's really the problem with L5R, right? Is that you've built this amazing world that, has so many elements that people love and people tend to love one element like you know there's the guy who loves dueling or there's a the guy that's like oh when's uh you know when's Taturi's army coming back i'm still waiting um, i'm still waiting bro <laughs> yeah and um shout out to ooks love you bud. oh ukami uh, my man <laughs> um but i think part of the problem with this new game at least what i was seeing like on the on the ground level was that there was no possible way to satisfy everyone that loved all of those things. Because if you were still waiting for Tatori's army or dueling or whatever in the old game, well, it's the old game, you know, it's all you've got. Um, but here, they were pushing a new product. And I think for some people, it was very difficult to be like, oh, you know, there's no Mantis clan, um, et cetera, et cetera. And, and, and while I really, I really appreciate and I adore how they've cleaned it up, um, you know, that's probably only because I still have a clan. So, you know, um, it, it's hard to have a, like a game that focuses so much on factionalization and like almost the fetishization of certain mechanics um, that got gutted or removed or completely retooled. Um, but, yeah. but I think ultimately for the best. Right. I agree. I, what's been fun to watch? I know you've been kind of out of it for a little bit, but maybe mm. maybe you can return soon. With the I'm hoping <laughs> release, mate. You gotta you gotta tell Ant the Scorps pack is that pack is 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 out uh, on Thursday. And oh, I will. Uh, I'm, uh, oh man, it's yeah. amazing. <laughs> he's got his ninjas I'm back. <laughs> I'm super keen. Yeah, he's. Uh, yeah, I gotta convince everyone to sort of get back on the on the wagon for that one. Yeah, but. Uh, um, they started introducing, um, you know, just as neutral cards, they started introducing some of the old, uh, like, traits. So you've got a couple of Mantis Clan um, personalities oh, that are starting to Your Otomo's are they, in the game. Are they neutral or...? They're neutral, but they've got the Mantis Clan... Um, so they've got the neutral background, but they've got the Mantis Clan keyword. Oh, so, that's fine then. Yeah. yeah it means that's presumably in the future if they release... Because I think... You know, it's important at the moment for them to have, uh, you know, fleshed out main clans. Like, you mm. don't need to, you know, put in an eighth or ninth faction. Trying to get seven playable clans that have a few strategies each is pretty hard and requires a pretty deep carpool. But well, it's nice that they've got... Right? You know, yeah. Yeah. 
And they've got uh, Rattlings, Nizumi. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're getting a sort of sub-faction, I guess. Yeah, well, it's, you know, they're appearing in neutral cards. It is also like a Crab Nizumi, <laughs> Crab Clan nice. little dude that mucks around with province strength. No, that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, I was always like, I'm super keen with how they've done the game. It's, it's, I love, I love fighting for the various rings because now when you tell new players, oh, it's legend for the five rings, they don't stare at you blankly and go, what five rings? Um, yeah, it's like those ones. Now, <laughs> now the five rings are actually caught at the game and not just a joke, you know, ha, you got beaten by an enlightenment deck, your life's a joke. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, I remember, I remember losing for the first time to an enlightenment deck and it was not a good feeling. It was like, the, you know, you know, do you remember the first time you ever got fired for, from a job? Yes. Um, that's, that's how it felt. <laughs> Like, yeah, I had it coming. I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> um, Questioning your existence. I was. I'm like, is this what? Ha- is this how people become drifters? Is this <laughs> like, is there a train like going out of going out of Melbourne? Um, <laughs> you know, I might wander up to Albury where maybe I can win a few more games. Um, but it's um, yeah. It, one thing that one thing that rubbed me the wrong way was the was the clan packs. I like them in. I like them in, uh, you know, the idea of them very much. But, wow, it's a long time to wait, isn't it? You know? Yeah. At least now they've announced, I don't know if you missed out on this, um, they put out an announcement about a month ago saying that all clan packs will be out by the end of next year and they release the order they're coming out in. So Crane's actually... Yeah, so Crane's the next one and it's either coming out in January or by the end of the year. But it's it's the next one. At that point, probably. Yeah. So that's the next one. That's the next. And then after Crane, it's Unicorn. Oh, one thing you probably missed too is Unicorn are very playable now. Oh, thank Christ. Yeah. You know, they can do crazy things. They really, really, really needed something. What did they get? What changed? What fixed them? A couple of things fixed it. They got a holding called Shitomi Encampment, which is non unique. So you can run three of them in your deck. And and it says um, if you've won a military conflict as an action, stand a cavalry character that's fantastic yeah so you can so it's huge right so you attack in and then you can stand a cavalry character and then the other big card they got was their new stronghold which is the same as the new lion stronghold the hisu mori tori so Mm. in the fiction it was like a unicorn province that got stolen by the uh, conquered by the lion and then the unicorn conquered it back so they've both got a strong yeah so they've both they've both got a um Obviously not based on tournament results, <laughs> yeah. um, but they've got a uh, stronghold that's the same name for Lion and, and Unicorn. And what that one does is if you win a uh, military conflict and you have more uh, characters than the opponent that were participating, you can mm. bow the stronghold, get rid of a cavalry character, sack a sacri- uh, cavalry character, and you get another military conflict this turn. Oh, wow. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. yeah wow. So it means that Unicorn have got a lot of punch in them now. Um, yeah. yeah, that's great, though. It's time for them to have, like, an actual, you know, chance at the top, I guess. <laughs> um, what would you call the top? What's the top tier? I'm guessing it's Dragon. It always kind of feels like it's Dragon. Yeah, it's definitely Dragon at the moment. But obviously, on Thursday, this new clan pack drops. And, mm, are you expecting to change? Well, it's, I mean, it's a really, it's a really interesting question because... Essentially, what it comes down to is Dragon's weakness at the moment is very, very fast decks, right? And mm. at the moment, there's no very, very fast deck that consistently can win. 
Um, so people are looking at is, you know, unicorn an option. Um, and, you know, so it's it's kind of because Dragon tend to the way that they win is spend almost nothing on turn one because your opponent's too afraid to attack you because the resto. And then they've just got this big mm. giant amount of fate. So on turn two, they'll bring out like a three fate Kitsuki investigator. And then every other turn after that, they're just bringing out three and four fated characters and their board and how states. Do you, how do you so compete huge. with that? You know, yeah. How can and, you compete with that? And yeah. And Void Fist, I'm not sure it's a card you may have missed, but Void Fist is a card which um, is free. And if you control a monk and you've played two cards already in the conflict, which is pretty easy as Dragon, uh, send a character home and bow them. Jeez. And you can recur it. So it's it's really, really hard to beat Dragon long game. So you have to beat them in short game. There's a lot of um, tricks in this new pack that can potentially help, uh, you know, take those early provinces um, and deal with Dragon in certain ways. So and Dragon haven't had a clan pack yet either, have they? No. No. <laughs> but yeah but i mean look question. yeah but I, I think they did a good job with what they're doing with scorpion at least in the clan pack instead of just bolstering up their current deck they're just supporting a completely new strategy like they're just going very hard on the like aggro um conquest deck with the shinobis that's great yeah oh, you know the ninjas have always been a fantastic uh you know sort of sub theme yeah. And it's those depth in clans that I think really draw people to the game. Because you never really have like, oh, I'm just a Scorpion player. It's like, I'm a Scorpion player, but, you know, I love the ninjas. Like, yeah. I only but- I only, I only, cracked out the scouts when times got tough. I've always been a core team, man. My, yeah. my <laughs> if, I, if I'm playing scouts, it's like, oh boy, you know, <laughs> something has gone wrong. Do you spend all day... Longing to be doing something that brings meaning and fulfillment to your life? Are you happy with your current place in the celestial order? Well, perhaps it's time to consider a career in the art of dueling. The Kikita Dueling Academy has been training young hopefuls in the art of swordcraft and dueling for over 1,000 years. As a graduate of the Kikita Dueling Academy, I myself have learned to apply those same skills to the wild arena of competitive podcasting adding insult to injury with every flick of my tongue as surely and as sharply as any blade. As Tengu-sensei so aptly puts it, Don't miss out on this exciting new chapter of your life by enrolling and using the code ROLLERS, which will curry much favour with your new sensei. Thank you, Kikita Dueling Academy. And now back to the episode. That's another another point I like about the uh, way they've done the design in this game is they've got some keywords like scouts that are, and, and magistrates. Mm. They've been printed on lots of cards, but there's no cards that um, say, you know, if you've got a scout character, do X or, a, you know, but they've left themselves, you know, backwards compatibility. So if they bring out, you know, in the future, uh, magistrate cards or scout cards, they've already got a bunch of characters. They don't have What's to. What? Yeah. It's one thing I feel like we were missing in the old AG game was that sort of uh, length of viewpoint on the game. You know, <laughs> being able to look ahead and be like, all right, well, I need to open up some design space, even if I'm not going to use it today or next year, in the future. And I think that's vital for a, a, any game to survive in a healthy state. Absolutely. Um, but it's it's unfortunately something that was missing from the old game. Not to... <laughs> I mean, I love that game. Um but oh. the changes and the things that Elphaba, uh, Fantasy Flight bring to the table, sorry, are um, incredible. They've really done it justice. Like, um, you know, I can disagree with, like, 
the way they've sort of marketed or released the game. But honestly, to see the property that I love be treated with so much respect um, and, you know, sincerity, really, is, is, is wonderful. It's great. It's like, you know, being a Game of Thrones fan or a Song of Ice and Fire fan and getting the seventh book. You know, it's something you never thought would happen. but but here but here we are like it's it's um yeah it really makes me happy cool well thank you so much for um this conversation i'm sure our listeners will hopefully have um had had a good time listening to you recount your turquoise championship conquest (laughs) no no problem and look i'm one day i'll be back so you know i'll be there to lose more games i'm looking forward to seeing lots of new friendly faces um Including that Glenn guy who I love because he seems super reasonable. He's like the only reasonable one in the in, <laughs> in the role. Is sometimes, yeah, I'm like I listen to him. I'm like, yeah, he makes sense. And then like Merlin spouts the craziest shit. Um, but yeah, no, um, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to coming back. So, so, having me. so no worries. Just last quick one. Mm. So you don't play the game at the moment, but you do listen to our podcast. Yeah, yeah, I was. Um, I. I've got something on my own in the works and oh, I brilliant. was trying to figure out, I know I've got a few friends who, um, uh, have their own podcast and I looked at yours and I, I, I listened to that dope, like opening song. Um, <laughs> and I was just hooked. Um, and it was great. It was like, you know, being in a pub with five guys talking shit about L5R again. Um, yep. so I, I super happy and I've gone back. Um, and you've got a, you've got a listener in me now and not just cause I'm a guest on the show, you know, with all the sincerity my heart can muster um yeah it's su- super great um well, i love you yeah. too nathaniel <laughs> oh, stop it. Stop it. well thank you for having me <laughs> no worries all right back to you main roller cast all right well thanks everyone for listening we didn't really have time to cover off everything that we wanted to this week uh especially a beginner's tournament that was run here in melbourne we got a bit of coverage from that and we'll be talking about that next week as well as any news that will have sprung up between now and next time we record. So until then, we'll see you later.